Hello and welcome back to another episode of Meredith with a Y. I am your host, Meredith Willits, and today I have Kimberly Forsley here, and she is a Never Binge Again coach and a health coach, personal trainer, stretch, uh, stretch lab certified flexologist, and so much <laughs> more. And I'm so excited to share everything that she has to offer today, so stay with me. Hello, everyone. This is Meredith with a Y, and I am your host, Meredith Willis. Today, we are going to go deep, changing lives, and I am giving you the keys to the castle. Kimberly, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited to share you with all my listeners both live and on the podcast. Um, we're going to get into it today with this Never Binge Again because I know people have issues. So thank you for being here. No problem. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. You know, I just noticed on your um, intro that you have like really short hair. <laughs> you have a mohawk. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I had, I, I had that face. I just, it was like, wow, that's a really cool look. Yeah, I, I am the woman of many, many hairstyles, colors, looks like, yeah. And I just haven't like changed that photo on it. I'm like, oh, you know, man, something I like to talk about, I guess. But yeah, so this year we're doing long. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But I'm so excited because you are a never binge again coach. And I think that more people have an issue with binging because this series we're talking about bodies and food and weights and diets and Ozempic and all the things. And I don't think a lot of people know that they even do binge eat. I don't think people know that. That's a, yeah. I mean, you, you eat a copious amount of food in a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. And why do you think people do that? Where are they starving themselves? Like where I see binging is like, binging and purging, like we learned that in high school health class, right? Right. Or you like starve, 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 and then you binge, 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 binge. And then you may purge, you may not, like, it just depends. You might take diuretics. There's all sorts of like things that you could do with that. Can you explain to everyone that's listening and watching what's like, what you do to help these people and where it comes from and all that good stuff? Okay. Wow. That's a loaded question. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> I was born. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my journey, is that cool? We start there? Yeah. Okay. So I, um, like a lot of us, grew up in an incredibly dysfunctional family. And mm -hmm. so in order to cope with that, I found food. It was easily accessible. I didn't know what I was doing at the time. I was young. And so um, I, and I would go for, I mean, no one binges on carrots, <laughs> it, it's the high carb, um, you know, those foods, foods that ignite, it has a whole bunch of excitotoxins. Yeah. Um, so I did that for years. And then when I just, dis I discovered purging in mm. my early teens and, you know, being really conscious about my body and I was like, Oh crap, I got it. Oh, I need to undo what I just did. And so I did that for years and tried to get help. I did the secular counseling. I did um, church counseling. I went to workshops. I even did Overeaters Anonymous wow. for years. I learned that there's tapping. Um, 
And I spent thousands of dollars trying to figure out why can I not stop stuffing my face? And um, I came across this Glenn Livingston, Never Binge Again. And I mean, the cover, it's just this hokey. It looked really silly to me, but it was simple to read. It was easy to understand. And a light bulb went off in my head. This is about a, a brain issue. It's a brain wiring issue. And a lot of it comes from the food industry. They have designed their foods to be highly addictive. Uh, look at all yeah. the ads that are geared towards our kids. I mean, do you ever see ads about grilled chicken and salads and eating healthy? No, you know, it's Fruit Loops and yeah. Crunch and crappy food like that. So part of the onus is on the food industry. They want us to be addictive. So all their foods have chemicals that light up our brains. Um, yep. And that's what we keep going back for because there's no nutrition in it. We're always freaking hungry. And I think that that, that is such a huge component to where we have come. I've made comments on here before when we look at photographs of people or like the videos of like, I know it sounds stupid, but like they play it so often the JFK shooting, right? If you look at that video, there are no overweight people in that video. The women have like a size 20 inch waist the men are all wearing 32 inch, you know, waist pants. There just aren't heavy people. That doesn't mean they didn't exist, but right. it's not like you see it today. Okay. Right. So, like, And then we look at people today when we have more access to food, the grocery stores are 10 times bigger than they used to be. We have, they used to be, we have a gym on every corner. We right. have more access to diets and diet supplements. We are, inundated with lose weight and we are heavier than we have ever been. And there is nothing in my mind that does not tell me that it is the food or whatever they pretend that is food at the grocery store. And when right. I say, you know, I've talked about here, Oh, we'll shop the outside. Well, you can shop the outside and you're still going to hit um, meat with, you know, hormones and, and antibiotics, you're still going to hit really whacked out fruits and vegetables that yeah, have yeah. so much chemicals in it. Your body right. your liver is like, kill me now, um, that you cannot process. And so what has changed considering back when those pictures were taken and everyone was a size, you know, what we would consider now a four or a men's medium. Okay. What was the difference? Because they were eating lard. They were eating bacon grease to cook yeah. all of their food. And I know my grandparents lived on bacon grease, lard, eggs, white bread. Like it was like, but it was real food. And now we look at everybody and we're like, you're a pig, you're fat, you're lazy. And it's like, no, bro, this is what we have access to. We are literally ingesting cardboard boxes, you know, nylons, pink slime. We're being told that it's food. And then we're being told that it's our fault that our body is storing this shit because it has absolutely no concept how to break this down. Right. And that it's our fault that we are all completely and totally overweight. So, yes, 100,000. And P.S., because of the fact that we're ingesting 
absolute bullshit. And most people that right. are overweight or obese are malnourished. Oh, big time. Big time. Malnourished. Yes. And then their brain keeps going, hey, we still need food. Thanks a lot for whatever the hell it is that you just put in your mouth that was 3,000 <laughs> calories. Right. I can use none of it. Right. None of it is going to help me. We need more. And so the brain signals for the hunger to call for more vitamins and minerals and, and you know, all the things. And then we say, it's your fault. You're fat. Go ahead. Sorry. I know I, right. I'm, I'm no, sorry, no. Brian, because my brain is exploding at these things. <laughs> right. Okay. Getting back to the brain. So all of those food-like substances. Right. Right. They're triggering. They're, they are literally getting us high. Literally. Literally. There are chemists who work for these big food companies and there are only like three or four now that are buying up all the, even the organic stuff. Now they're mm. being bought out by general mills. We won't even go there. Yep. So they, they call it the bliss point. Mm. That's what the chemists do. It's the perfect amount of fat, salt, and sugar. Yep. And that fires our brains. And so now we have, now we're addicted literally addicted to this stuff so we're hungry it ignites that neural pathway so that's what we're going to go for so the trick that is used with never binge again is to realize we have a lower brain and a higher brain we physically it's called the lizard brain yeah and it is responsible all at once is to eat, to kill, and procreate. Okay. And so she's she's fun. That's <laughs> <laughs> Mary Kill right there in the brain. Right, right. So all of this food is triggering that the lizard brain. Yeah. Okay. And it's taking over. And and for me, when I realized that, oh crap, I do have control. Because that's the whole thing. People mm -hmm. who emotionally overeat, binge eat. We feel like we, we're out of control. We're ruled yeah. by this. You know, the 12-step program tells us that we are powerless. Bullshit. Yep. We are not powerless. We 100%. have to understand that our brain is plastic, meaning we either feed that neural pathway figure, figuratively and literally, or we can extinguish it. Now, the process of extinguishing it, it's going to take some time. And the lizard brain is not going to like it at all. Yeah. But there are tricks to use that the never binge again process or methodology helps to bypass that and to get through that because it's going to suck. You're withdrawing. Literally. Exactly. I mean, it it yes. sounds like, it sounds like when, so I am a on and off again smoker since age 16. Okay. And my husband always flips out because I can literally just wake up one morning and then not smoke. Like day before, <laughs> ass deep in a pack of cigarettes. I mean, deep, like, like keep the kids in the house. I'm going behind the garage, like, like an addict, like, like get like a junkie. Okay. And then the next day I wake up and I'm just like, damn sick of myself. I don't want to do that anymore. He's like, how right. do you do that? Like, Quit, quit drinking. Like, just, I'm done. Like, stop, 
stop eating shit. I'm done. Like I'm going to lose 35 pounds. I don't want to look like this anymore. And I think that what you're talking about, cause we're going to circle around to health coach. Okay. Because with this, because what you're talking about right there, does my brain the day I quit want me to keep smoking? One billion percent. That bitch is like, go to the, go right. to the gas station, get some cigarettes, stop being a little baby and light one up at the park on the way exactly. home. Right? Like, my brain is, yeah, yeah, my brain. But I'm like, Hey, we don't want to do this anymore. We're, we're stronger than this. And I think that when we look at these AAs, and I'm not going to speak bad about them. I'm just going to talk about where I find flaws mm -hmm. and like drug addiction and all of these things, because food is a drug. Cigarettes is one of the most addictive. Nicotine is one of the most addictive drugs on the planet. Alcohol is one of the most addictive, destructive drugs on the planet. Okay. Above and beyond cocaine and many others. So let's right. just fight, find facts. And they're right. socially acceptable. All right. Um, I think that what you're talking about, and this circles back to our conversation before we hit record today and going live, this works for everything I know you're going to tell me. Yes. 100%. Like what you're talking about with this never binge again is never smoke again. Never do drugs again. Never drink again. Never eat shit again. Never like dive into a box of Dunkin' again. Because you're talking about you're bigger than the thing. Right. It's now there will be some people balking. Well, no, not with drugs and alcohol because it's an addiction. Well, talk to someone who is on a Zembic, talk to someone who's had gastric bypass. Food is an addiction that you still have to continue to take part right. in. Right. Right. And when you said, you know, you wake up one day and you decide, boom, I'm done. You're sick and tired of being sick and tired. Right. And you know, your lizard brain is saying, I want nicotine. We want nicotine. Do it, do it. You have switched to your higher brain. Yeah. And you have told yourself, this is why I don't want to do it. Yeah. Your big why. Right. Why you're going to benefit from not doing these things from, you know, it's. And honestly, I do have to go through mantras. Yes. It, like I, I mantra yeah. myself out. Like I'm like, you're going to get like the face throat cancer and have to burp through a hole in your throat. You're going to get big pores. You're going to get smoker lips. You're going to get right. ugly. Yeah. I, I will have to go through that and hire brain myself out yeah. of lizard brain. I will have and, to do that. Yeah. And then the never binge again methodology, that's your big why not. Why you yeah. don't want to continue. And all, you know, this is the, the process I take my clients through and it's wow. written down. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, because that neural pathway is so freaking ingrained, but it can be extinguished. Now, will you never have cravings ever again? No, you will. They won't be as intense and you'll be able to hear that lizard brain talk to you. And it's hard to distinguish it because it, it sounds like your voice. Yeah. But if your goal, and this is what Never Binge Again is really, really big on. We have never rules. It rules. People go, oh, I don't want to rule. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they keep us safe. So yeah. let's say um, you, want, you want to lose 35 pounds. And you go through why 
what would that look like to you if you lost 35 pounds? Go through all the positive changes that would happen. What would that look like if you continued to do what you're doing and didn't lose 35 pounds? What would that look like? That's your big why not. Okay, so give me one thing that you could do right now that's simple that would bring you some success right now. So for me, my rule was I will never eat in front of the TV ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ever. So 10 people can follow me and know, well, she's following her rule or she's not following her rule. It's not, you know, I, I will never eat when I feel sad. Right. Okay. Well, how, how, how do I know you're sad? Right. It has to be definable and measurable, right? Yeah. So any thought, sensation, or anything that tells me, oh, we can eat in front of the TV. Ah, oh, wait a second. I've got that rule. So I, I, read, that, that, I read that book, uh, Quit Like a Woman. It's about quitting booze, right? Ah. And she says... I love what she says. It's, it's things that you just can't F with, right? You have to know the shit you can't F with when you're trying to quit something. Yeah. And it was so cute the way she's like, she's like, I cannot F with guys named Santiago from Portland. Like it was just so <laughs> like, she's just like, know the shit that's going to put you off your path of a good right. life. Right? right. And I love what you're talking about here because it's in line with this whole concept of knowing, like for me, I could probably take a puff off someone else's cigarettes, but I cannot F with buying a pack. As soon as I buy a pack, I'm in, it's over, it's done, Johnny. It's going to be six months of marriage smoking. Right. So okay. that's your rule. That, that I that's my rule. And buy a pack of cigarettes ever. So ever. any thought that you have to, have to get that pack of cigarettes, you know that's not in alignment with your rule. Where is it coming from? It's coming from your lizard brain. Right. Right. So you and know how... And then you come up with refutations. So the lizard brain sounds just like us. It's our mm -hmm. voice. So we think, oh, I must really want this. And you write down, you give voice to that lizard brain, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, Glenn calls his the inner pig. You can do inner food demon or your smoke monster, whatever. It's nothing cute. Right. You don't want to cuddle with it. So, mm -mm. and give it voice. Oh, yeah. it would feel so good to have a smoke right now. You've had such a good week. You've, you know, you've been good. You haven't smoked. It's you just, just have one. You can just go yeah, buy one and pack. Then, and then you can put it away in your drawer. And then, you know, you won't have to go out and buy another pack. You can just go here, right? Yeah. Well, you, you just give that sucker voice. Write down everything that it says. And it's an it. It's not a he or a she. It doesn't deserve a gender. Mm. And then you go through each reasoning that that monster tells you and you say well if i do once if i buy this pack why do you not what would happen to you yeah what's the truth in that going down the path oh and the opposite direction of what i want you know what i mean right. like that's the thing that we need to talk about is i think that what you said at the beginning is is really understanding the life it is that you're looking for. And I think that people are afraid to get clear on that or they don't understand how important it is to come up with the avatar of who you can be in three months, six months, a year, Right. how that person lives, 
what that person eats, drinks, doesn't smoke, how much they walk, whatever. What does that avatar of that person in your mind's eye of your goal self, who are they? What kind of life do they live? Where yeah. do they shop? Whatever it is. Specifics. Very specific. Yes. It can't be this generalized. I just want to feel better. Well, what does that mean? Right. What does fe tomorrow feeling better might be a, a dozen donuts. I will feel better if I eat a dozen donuts. Will you? But right. right. <laughs> sure. But you well, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but like really like, cause for myself, I created this avatar of how that person lives. And I actually just did a, made a video yesterday. I haven't put it out yet of what I was doing five months ago, that person and the person I am today, they cannot coexist. Interesting. They cannot coexist. Those two people don't live the same lives because the person I was six months ago would have had three to four drinks Saturday night instead of um, water and then therefore wouldn't have walked five miles on Sunday. Those right. two people, because I would have been walk, if I did walk five miles on Sunday, it would have been to fight off the booze. It would have been to burn the booze. I was able to walk five miles for health. So these two people do not coexist inside of the same body. I have to choose. Right. You, you know, you can't have it both ways. Now, that said, I now can have like a donut, like, because I've also been losing weight. I also can do like the donut thing, but I also recognize like, okay, you're done. Like you can't have a dozen in the house because you will go full throttle. Right. Because So you would be considered a moderator. Some yeah. of us need to be abstainers. Yeah. Because that one donut may trigger somebody to such a degree that they'll have the full dozen. Yeah. What do you suggest for people that do want something sweet still? Like, you know, like I know a lot of people that want to lose the weight. They do. But they're like, I'm not and who want to quit smoking, who want to quit drinking, who want right. to lose weight. But they're like, I'm not willing at 50 to give up my whole happiness, my whole whatever for anything. Like that I want. Squeal. That is pig squeal. Did you mm. hear what you just said? I'm not willing to give up the sweet stuff that's making me fat, sick and unhappy. I'm not willing to give that up. Yeah. So I can live my life that that doesn't make sense. That is the lizard brain talking. Yeah. Do you see what's happening there? I'm also hearing fear when you just said it. Like, it's like fear. Like, what will I do if I don't have that? What will I turn to when I'm sad, depressed, angry, frustrated, alone? Right. If I don't have a cigarette, alcohol, a dozen donuts, right. a bowl of Who ice cream. I? Who, Who am, am I, I without yeah. that yeah. crush? And that's what I walk, I walk my clients through that. Wow. It's finding that new identity and replacing that destructive behavior with something that's going to be more positive. And, and like, yeah. And Kim, I think that's huge. I think that we miss that. Like people will say all the time, you hear them say, Oh, well, I have an addictive personality, like as if it's bad. And I'm like, no, you're a human. So, you you know, I'm going to go from drinking and eating crap to working out and walking and drinking water and making smoothies because I'm switching one. I have to do something 
Right. I have to align myself with what, an avatar. Like, I think that we don't recognize that as human beings, we put people on shelves in boxes. We, our brain is constantly figuring out where we're at on this planet, right? Who am I? What do I look like? What do I do? How do I behave? Like, what is my focus and my goal? And so when we switch from party girl or binge eater, you know, like whatever, to my new avatar of like what this person does, how does this person behave? What clothes does this person want to wear? Right. right? We have to take on though. She meditates. She drinks water instead of juice and Coke. She walks 30 minutes a day. So I believe that the human experience lends to replacement of addiction, so to speak. Right. And well, you said something that was interesting, you know, people, I just have an addictive personality. Mm -hmm. To me, that's the lizard brain talking. That's, that's pig squeal. It doesn't want you to change. It doesn't want us to live our, in our higher self. Yeah. It's kind of amazing. I mean, I don't understand why this stuff to me is kind of like simple and they don't, why aren't they teaching this? Instead they're teaching like the food pyramid, you which know, is, which is bullshit anyway. Yeah. They're, it's, bullshit. You know, it's so crazy. And you and I were just talking before we hit um, record I'm 51, you're in your 50s, mm -hmm. and we are led to believe, and a lot of my listeners, I believe, are like either getting to this age or at this age, and there's something in, especially in America, where, um, the United States, where we're kind of like, you're 50, you're going to have the spare tire, your metabolism um, menopause, you're screwed. Mm -hmm. If you didn't lose it by 40, you're never going to lose it. Uh, just kind of put on your moo moo and go right. in it. Uh, you shouldn't, you know, women in their fifties shouldn't have long hair. They oh, shouldn't have tattoos. They shouldn't yeah. have piercings. You know, that's crap. 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 <laughs> And who, who's saying that? Like, I, 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 know, I just I did a video the other day. I'm like, right? who, who is this person that says don't wear right. white after Labor Day and right. you're too old for that? Like, like who is that person? To they? me, it's the person that wants to keep women who are in their power, who are at their prime, who right. have learned the lesson, who are not willing to put up with bullshit. And so what we're telling the younger ladies is don't listen to them. You just be stupid. Don't listen to the women who have come before you. You stay nice and stupid so that you can date <laughs> the older men and we can manipulate you. You know what I mean? Because I feel that women, like, I'm just like figuring shit out. I don't know about you, but I'm like, wow, did I put up with a lot of shit when I was 20 it's and 30? Never ending process. Never ending. Never ending. And yeah. it's, that's actually hopeful that we continue to learn and continue yeah. to get better. You know, I, I never, I never say, Oh, I'm an expert at this. That, that makes the assumption that I've learned all that I can learn about it. No, I may yeah. specialize in something, but I'm always learning. And anybody who says, you know, Oh, I figured it out. <laughs> you have it. 
No. As soon as you think you have it figured out, it's going to, it's going to shift a little bit. Right. But, but yeah, I mean, like, you know, it's just, I think that too, it victimizes women as if we're like a victim to our bodies. We're a victim to, you know, being overweight. We're a victim to like all the things. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I am not on any hormones. I'm not allowed to be because of breast cancer. And so I'm not taking any hormones, but I will tell you that through working out an insane amount of like paying attention to what I'm eating and um, really trying like that's the, you know, like, and not drinking alcohol is huge. Yeah. Um, Is like, I've dropped 35 pounds since like May. You know, and I'm 51. I'm post menopause. Well, you know, I'm 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 on the other side. There's there's Dude. you know, I'm I'm deep in it. I'm over I'm it. I'm right. right. I'm right in the middle of it. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> CBD. I love menopause. <laughs> no woman ever. <laughs> right. CBD. Live on CBD. It is a life changer. It is a lifesaver. CBD gets rid of so much. I can't even begin to tell you. Um, and it's legal and, you know, yada, right. yada, full spectrum CBD in the morning and at night, it will save your marriage, your relationships, all the things. <laughs> um, but, and I didn't even know I was really going through menopause because of the breast cancer. Like they get you all over the place. And then all of a sudden they did a test like you're over, you're on the other side. I was like, okay, yay. But so I'm on the other side. I'm not doing the testosterone. I'm not doing, I can't. Right. And so I have to rely on self, but I am not going to you know, I'm not tapping out. Like, I feel like I'm just getting started. Like I have raised my, my youngest is 12. I've been a mom for 27 years and I'm like, I am not giving up. I will spend a solid, you know, 20 minutes with the face moisturizer before I go to bed and under eye cream. And, you know, when I get off this, I'm going for an hour walk. Like I'm fighting the fight because I want to have a quality long life. I don't want to live to 90 and the last 20 years be in a, a chair. I want to have a quality life and fall over dead at a hundred like that. Like, boom, she's dead. Die. Boom. In your sleep. In my sleep. So like that, that's kind of like my plan. So I, I have, I have ideas. I have a plan. You know what I mean? And I got to work that plan. I've, I've given my life for the past 30 years to everyone around me. And so I look at it now and I'm like, all right, listen, what's our plan moving forward? Me time. Yeah. Me time. And did you say you're uh, fighting this? I'm not fighting it. Like I'm, I'm, okay. I'm like an active participant in like, Hey, yeah. let's, I, let's I, have I, fun I with this. Like to make exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and, you know, just accept that. Like, I, I remember my grandma at 51, you know what I mean? Like she was a grandma, grandma, wow. like right. that blows my mind. Like she was like, she wore like, house shoes and a moo and she had a beehive like those were different times and I yeah. remember her being in her 50s and it's just so mind-blowing to me wherein I'm like feeling like I'm just I'm just finally finding value true value in myself across the board and it feels really good to be able to hear my own voice maybe for the first time Right. You know, and I think that um, if you are believing the hype that it's hard to lose weight at 50, the one thing that rings true with this, and I don't know what, what you see, cause you're seeing this daily, right. With your clients. Yeah. 
I see in that statement is it's not that you can't lose weight after 50 or after menopause. That's not it. What mm-hmm. I see is your body saying, we are done trying to process booze, bottles of wine and food that's not real. Right. And so our pancreas, mm-hmm. our liver, our stomach has said, we're done with you. And it's now time to get real. Lifestyle changes. Lifestyle changes. You can't gotta, get away with it. Yeah. It's got to happen. Obviously, we can't do what we did in our 20s and 30s and expect the same results in our 50s post-menopause. It's just not going to happen. Our biochemistry won't allow it. It just won't. Yeah. Accept it. You know, yeah. accept it and freaking move on and do what you need to do to get to the place where you want to be. And I, you know, I don't mean to be a hard ass about it, not to you, but <laughs> you know, to women of our age in general, you know, quit your bitching. You know what you need to do. There's so much freaking information out there. We know what we need to do. Yeah. You really want to do it. Yeah. I, I, I was, I tell people to watch that blue zones, um, thing on Netflix. It's a documentary. It's about five, five different parts. And it talks about places in the world where people live, a lot of people live over a hundred. So it's these pockets, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, these are places where people are eating food. They're not eating stuff in boxes and cans that you can't right. pronounce half the names on. Um, I, I just did a video uh, on TikTok about lip gloss because there's this dupe. And I was like, Oh my God, I bought my daughter this crazy ass $48 Christian Dior lip gloss for her Christmas. She has a budget. That's what she chose. I don't care. And so that's <laughs> what that money went to. Right. Um, and so there's this dupe that's almost, you know, it's literally, it looks exactly the same. It feels the same, whatever. And so I was talking about how this, this dupe is really good. And people are like, okay, but what are the ingredients? What are the ingredients? And I'm like, don't, you're putting this on your lips. I, let's talk about what you're putting in your body. Like if you're going to sit here and come for me about lip gloss, which by the way, it has one thirtieth the ingredients as the Christian Dior did. I just did a wow. video on that. It was hysterical. I'm like, if you drink, if you eat something in a can that that is food, don't come for me and my lip gloss. I am right. not listening to you. The shit you put in your body <laughs> is 10,000 times worse. Like People are nuts. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, it has to be an organic. It's like, no, like the shit you put in your body is your body has to process that. And I like, I've even had this conversation with my mom, like stop with the air fresheners all over the house. Like, Stop with the candles and the body lotion and the bed, bath and beyond or bath and body works or whatever. Like you're, you're slathering your largest organ in shit that your body has no ability to process. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I will not put it on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and so like, I just think by 50, our body, I tell my sister, I told my sister, I said, look, this is the way it is. Your body was given 52, a deck of cards. Your liver was given a deck. Your pancreas was given a deck. Your each organ was given a deck of cards. And you may have used that full deck by 26. You know, (laughs) your pancreas and liver might be like, all right, you had a lot of fun in college. We're done with you. We are going to no longer process booze. You know what I mean? And so we have to understand that deck of cards may have been used up 
by the time we turn 50 and we are on fumes pulling into the gas station here when it comes to I know, processed foods. I know, but the body has an incredible capacity to heal itself if yes. you give it the chance. If you give it a break. You gotta give it a break, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because there, you know, there are people who have reverse diabetes. Oh, yes. And metabolic disorder and even cancer. It yeah. Can happen, but the bottom line is: Are you are you willing to make the changes? Or are you going to keep making the friggin' excuses and listening to the lizard brain? Or are you going to say enough with this crap? So tell me about your coaching class. So I'm out here. I'm in the car listening to this podcast or what watching right now, and I'm like, oh my god, this woman has somehow scanned my brain and is speaking my language and knows everything about me. And now I want to fix it <laughs> because <laughs> I'm sick of standing in front of the refrigerator with a spoon, right? right. We've all been there. We over the counter with a gallon, a half gallon of ice cream, um, you know, all the things. Right. And so what should a person expect who contacts you? I'm going to have your website and contact information in the show notes okay. afterwards. But um, what do they expect with your class? Is this like a group coaching is like, are you going to weigh them? What are we talking here? No, it is strictly one-on-one. -on -one. Okay. Cause this is some deep, hard shit. Yeah. 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 You're going deep in this. Is it phone calls? Is it Zoom? Is it eight weeks, 10 weeks? What? How does that work? Um, you know, everybody's different because uh, eventually I don't want them to have to come back to me. Yeah. To give them the tools that they can use so when that lizard brain rears its ugly head, they can deal with it. Yeah. Do you think that this... Go Sorry, ahead. go ahead. <laughs> you go. <laughs> Do you think that this comes from like childhood? Cause like, I know a lot of parents who solve problems with food. So, you know, you've had a rough day at school. Here's a cookie. We're going to celebrate. You can have, you know, as much junk as you want or like, so the brain equates like food with comfort, food with a bad day, um, that food can fix the problem. Just like we learn you know, maybe as a teen or a 20 something, like when I want to check out of life, I drink or smoke or whatever. I think there's got to be some sort of if then where we've learned somewhere a pattern that says this is going to make you feel better or get right. out of where you're at right now. What's interesting about this methodology is it doesn't matter how it started. Okay. It doesn't matter. This isn't about solving childhood issues, you know, in a certain arena. That's great. But how long have you been in counseling and gone over your childhood history and, you know, what your parents did or what the, you know, clergyman did? Did it, did it help you stop binging? Did it help you lose weight? At this point, it doesn't matter what the trigger is. The neural pathway has been established. Yeah. That makes sense. And the if then, yeah. Going back and dealing with that trauma, you still have that neural pathway. And the lizard brain will use anything in your life to use that as a trigger. Mm -hmm. A smell. You're tired. 
anything. It will use anything yeah. to trigger that neural pathway that has already been established way back when. And it doesn't matter what established it. I know that sounds harsh, but you're where you're at. Period. Can't solve it. Yeah. You need the right tools with the right language. A little bit of elbow grease. Yeah, and I think that what people need to understand too going in is it this isn't um this isn't fluffy work. No. This is not fluffy. This is in your face. This is this is brass tacks work because what you're saying is is because people are going to come and be like, "But you don't understand." I get so hungry and I'm watching TV and you're like too goddamn bad. Yeah, that's your that's reptilian not... brain. And yes, I don't give a shit what exactly. it says. I know it's going to say that it's been saying that for 30, 40, 50, 60 years. It's not working for you. We're going to go a little higher level thinking and we're going to say yes. And you're going to fight it because you're, you know, a smart, intelligent human and you don't have to be a baby and give in to everything your brain tells you to do. Right. Right. Yeah. It's um, one of the slogans that um, has been used in this program is um, feelings aren't facts. Yeah, that's so true. And we're myself included, you know, we become slaves to our feelings. Yeah. I don't feel like doing it. Okay. Right. Enjoy being overweight then. If you don't feel like doing it, if I, you know, if I, if I felt like doing all the things, if I felt like taking an ice cold plunge that I did this morning, I, you know, Ooh, yeah, <laughs> no, but I want the health benefits. Yeah. We, you know, we do what's important to us. So you have to figure out, is it really important to you? Do you really want to stop doing this? I You're can't make somebody want to want yeah. to do that. The one thing that I've learned recently doing some research with regard to estrogen and breast cancer post-menopause is that when we are pre, you know, like when we're not near menopause, our okay. estrogen comes from our ovaries. When we are post-menopause, our estrogen comes from our fat. Isn't that crazy? So the more fat we have, the higher our estrogen levels. And that is what is making us susceptible to breast cancer because an increased amount of estrogen, like two high levels of estrogen, at least that's what causes like estrogen positive breast cancer, which is what I have, which is, you know, that estrogen receptor breast cancer. Right. So that's why we shut down the ovaries from producing all that estrogen um, before you go through menopause. And then after menopause, we try to shut down fat cells and adrenals because that's where the um, estrogen is coming from. So if you can just get your fat down, which is what I, where my head's at now is I'm like, I want to get my fat into a very, very low BMI so that I am producing the least amount of estrogen Estrogen. possible because I am an estrogen uh, breast cancer person. So like, understand that when you have these obese and morbidly obese and overly overweight, and you are, uh, you know, in menopause and post-menopause have an um, person, amount. you have an excessive amount of estrogen that is right. flowing through your body that cannot be right. dealt with. Because there's not enough progesterone because the progesterone counteracts. Exactly. The estrogen. And now you're, yeah. And now you're completely out of whack and now you're just so susceptible to um, breast cancer. So like all of these things, we now, thank God, have a lot of information on, but it's the ball is still 
in each individual's court. But I think that education is key because like so much of this, like I had no idea that drinking alcohol raised your estrogen levels, which caused estrogen positive breast cancer. You know, like you hear like, oh, alcohol causes seven different kinds of cancer, but they didn't tell you how. Right. Like at least if I understood. What's the mechanism? Right. What's the mechanism? Like, right. I think we need a lot more education and plain, simple education. Alcohol raises your estrogen, causes breast cancer. That's how it does it. Fat raises your estrogen levels, causes breast cancer. Like we need more plain factual information that I think people, and you know, the first start is going to someone like you that's going to explain this junky thinking of just a little bit, just, just have a little bit of donuts, be right. fine. Like you can't help it. You're hungry. Just go eat what you need to eat to make it stop. Um, and also understanding the binge eating and how to counteract that type of behavior and what the person is doing and so on and so forth. I think a lot of more people are binging. Um, you know, they starve themselves all day, then they deserve a humongous yeah. meal and anything that they want between 6 p.m. and 11 p.m. and they just lose their goddamn minds. Yeah, it's the feast or famine. Yeah, yeah. They're and I think that, that, yeah, and you're, you're going to help um, these people understand, you know, where this is coming from, how to counteract it, what to do about it, how to recognize those brain this pathways yep, yep, that yeah. they don't yep. even know is in there. And I think, <clears throat> I know for me, the light bulb was, oh shit, I do have control. Yeah. How yeah. many of us feel so out of freaking control? And we've been told, it's not your fault. And you're at your, you know, it's yeah. You, 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 you can't control it. It's just something you're going to have to live with. Total crap. You are not a victim. You are an active participant. There's people out there to help you. You do not have to give in to every craving. You're not a three-year-old. You don't need your toy. Like you, you, They're you right. have, you have a higher function functioning brain um, that can counteract like, yeah. you know, I, it's freezing outside today. Do I want to put on my stuff and go out there? No, but you know, two seconds into that walk, I'm going to be so glad that I went out there. You know, like, do I, it's just like, you know, all the things it takes. And even like with cravings, I've noticed it's like one, 1,000, two, 1,000 with booze, with cigarettes, with, you know, food. It's like count to five. <laughs> Right. To den. Or, you know, pass. for me, if I'm sitting on my couch and I'm watching TV and my lizard brain is like, oh man, mm. it's so nice, you know, just chilling out. You've worked so hard today. Up, oh, turn off the TV, get up, get yeah. out. Yeah. Don't. Well, that's what I did last night. Cause I'm like, I want, I want a caramel apple. I'm like, Jim, I'm going to bed as soon as this episode's over. I'm, I'm just, I'm out. I'm going to sleep. I don't need any of this. My brain's telling me it's time to eat. My, what, what, I'm actually probably just tired. So, right. Well, I so appreciate you being here and sharing this. And I love that you have these programs because it's super in line with, I didn't realize how in line with the way I have done things that like what you're talking about, like, you know, like I've always called it junky thinking and you're like, yeah, like, doing it. yeah, I've been doing it, but I love mm -hmm. that. Like you're saying, Hey, guess what? You can do this with food too. Um, 
it's in there. We can fix, we can, we can fix it. We can, we can call it what it is and then call it ass, call its ass out and be like, no, yes. I know what you're doing to me. I know right? who you are and that you've shown up today. We're not going to listen to you. We are bigger than that. Um, and so I so appreciate you being here. I really do. Thank you. Such a good, such a good talk. And I think that this is going to empower a lot of people to go, wow, I've really been given into things that I didn't necessarily need to give into. So thank you for being here today. You are so welcome. It's been my pleasure. All right, everybody. Same time, same sandbox here next week. We will be talking more on these types of topics in this series about the body and weight loss and all the things. So stay with me and I'll be here next week. And thanks again, Kimberly. I appreciate it. You got it. Thanks for listening. If you would like to connect on a more personal level, head over to MeredithWillits.com or on Instagram at Meredith with a Y. For behind-the-scenes footage and outtakes, please subscribe and come back each week for more Meredith with a Y. Thanks again for listening. Cheers. Cheers.